my favourite, I cannot beat running. I just think, get up, go for a run, and my day is the best it's ever going to be after that. For Louise Hannah-Jones, running is one of the most important elements of being fit, healthy and happy. As the wellness curator, her Instagram account is full of top wellbeing tips. It's looking after your health, both physically and mentally. It's very topical at the moment. Obviously, with lockdown, I think there's been a lot of people struggling. Running is never far from Louise's thoughts, providing a routine and structure that can become addictive. When you're training for like a long run or something and having that routine of doing different kind of runs throughout the week and having that goal at the end, it just really focused me and it's just highly addictive. I'm Michelle Lewis and in the latest episode of Running Tales, I've been speaking to the wellness curator Louise Hannon-Jones and asking her just what is well-being? Well, it's quite a broad subject, isn't it? Um, to me, it's looking after your health, both physically and mentally. It's very topical at the moment. Obviously, with lockdown, I think there's been a lot of people struggling. So it's really just like looking after your mind, looking after your body, eating nice food, doing some exercise, um, listening to your breathing, but really, yeah, just taking care of you and yourself. So how did you get to this point? Is it through the lockdown, the, you know, the pandemic that you started focusing on your own well-being and now expanded? Yeah, exactly that. I think it's been in the long time making really, but just kind of under the surface. I never really, really focused on it until lockdown. When lockdown hit, I'm a very busy person normally. I didn't stop before lockdown. Um, so I was just like, what am I going to be able to do to get through this? Thinking at the time it was only going to be three months, but going from a busy job to being working from home, I just thought, oh, I need something that I can focus on that's going to keep me positive because that's really important to me is trying to stay happy in myself. So, yeah, in lockdown, I decided, right, I'm going to focus on staying positive, my mental well-being, and eventually that kind of evolved into something that started to help others, which is lovely because that's really important to me is helping other people as well. So what was that step? How did you get from focusing on you to helping others? So first of all, um, I'd been a customer of um, the aloe vera company for a while, Forever Living. Uh, I used a lot of their stuff. I thought, right, I'm going to buy some more products for me just to get myself healthy. So that was things like a protein shake and some aloe vera gel because I knew that was going to help my nutrition inside. Then I was buying more and more and I thought, oh, I might just join this company now so I could actually get a discount, which is what I did to start start off with. Made an Instagram and just thought, I'm just going to document like me getting healthy and fit. Because to be honest, within a few weeks of not having normal life, I literally put on so much weight just from sitting at home. So I was like, right, I need to sort my life out. Yeah, so I documented it on Instagram. And then slowly people start to say, well, how, how can I get some of this? So I started selling um, a few of the products to them. But to me, it was a lot more than just selling some products. I'm not really a salesperson. I start to, like, if my friend said, I want to lose a couple of pounds, I'm like, well, you can do this kind of cleanse with me or we can just go on some runs together. And that, that really, really was lovely in lockdown because 
at first we weren't allowed to run with other people, but as the restrictions lifted and you could run with one other, that was really nice to just get out and see one person and see them starting to change their um, mentality as well, feeling healthier, looking better themselves. Um, so yeah, and that's, it's kind of really evolved from there really. It's been a very slow process, but more recently I thought there's something in this. I want to help others. So yeah, it's really, really naturally progressed to where I am now. And so our listeners know, where are you now? Yeah, so recently I decided to rebrand um, and to kind of take my business outside of Forever Living. So I'm still selling some of the products if anyone wants to purchase from me. But my main focus now is looking at health and well-being. So um, I decided to come up with the name uh, The Wellness Curator because in my normal job I'm a museum curator and I really felt like my Instagram was a platform of collecting healthy ideas. It wasn't really a sales page. It was me more kind of collecting everything that I do on a daily basis and showing how we can just be a little bit healthier and happier. So yeah, I've decided to rebrand as the wellness curator. Um, I'm going to go on a few more training courses. I've been on a few throughout the year. I've got my first client of putting together a wellness package for them. So I'm very excited about that. And yeah, it's really looking to see how maybe I can get involved with other organizations organizations and showing how they can bring health and well-being into their companies I'm like as a curator I'm kind of the person that organizes the healthiness if that makes sense but I really do want to look at some more nutrition courses perhaps for myself to go on but really it's looking at all the different contacts I've got and then putting together a package for people obviously your Instagram is well-being or is it wellness underscore creator yeah, it's uh, the underscore wellness underscore curator. So the wellness curator. Yeah. And it's, it is a really good Instagram. I must admit, I like it. It's quite colourful and it's quite informative. And I do like your meals and think, wow, how can I make it look like that? Because if I cook something like that, it looks a mess. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. it does, but thank you. I do like making things look pretty. <laughs> I don't know about others and I'm sure there is that when they look at social media and they look at these meals and think oh my god they look forever to prepare the you know there's so much time I don't have time because I do my job then when I do my job I want to go out for a run or yeah look after kids or got to do whatever but really these meals don't take long do they they literally take I mean half an hour max I'm exactly the same work comes first running next and then it's dinner or whatever time. So I need something quick and easy. I really recommend HelloFresh, actually. I've been doing a lot of their meals. They're fresh, they're healthy, and they literally take hardly any time to prepare. And they provide you with all the ingredients. There's so many also um, codes out there as well. <laughs> Top tip, because you don't want to pay full whack for them. But yeah, if you look for a discount code, there are loads of them. And yeah, it takes me about half an hour. Me and my husband do it together because I'm veggie and he's a meat eater. So we have to try and, <laughs> try and get meals to match. But yeah, yeah, it's really easy. I'm, I'm not a chef at all. I just want to get as much healthy goodness into me as possible. So yeah, any hacks I'll put on my Instagram and tag them in for everyone. <laughs> so as well as food, which is really important and running, which we will go on to, the mind, you know, what sort of exercises or practices do you do? And do they start from the moment you wake up? I, funny to say that, I really notice days when I don't run, like in my mental well-being. 
Um, if I know that I've got a rest day or I'm going to be running that evening, I'll do some meditation, some nice, lovely meditation apps. I'll follow the Deliciously Ella food app, which has all sorts on there, but it has some lovely little 10 minute meditation on there. That's really, really nice to just um, wake up gently and just bring yourself into the day. Another uh, lovely practice is yoga. And I, I am, I must admit, better at going to classes for yoga. I do find it hard to motivate myself to get up and turn the TV I agree, on. I agree, yeah. Yeah, because I'll just watch TV. But <laughs> um, I'm really looking forward to yoga classes starting again. And that's something, as the wellness creator, I'm really trying to, draw upon I've got um, a nice yoga lady that I'm going to try and get to do some classes with but yeah it's really just trying to look after you try and start the day with that positivity um, I do also have a SAD lamp and I do my makeup in front of that in the morning so that's a seasonal I think it's seasonal awareness disorder I have it for the winter and basically it gives you kind of like the rays that the sun would oh, yeah amazing okay. I mean, they're just on Amazon. I think mine was about 25 quid, but basically I really suffer in the winter compared to the summer. I'm such a sun kind of worshipper. Uh, and when it's really dark on those winter mornings, just think, oh, getting up early, even to go for a run or just to start your day, it's lovely just to have, you're meant to have half an hour of it in the morning. So as long as it takes me to get ready, I'll have it on. And Get, it's really good to see like where, where your makeup's going on as well <laughs> yeah that I find does give me that kind of wake up positivity uh, I take my supplements in the morning as well so I kind of have a little routine with that so I drink my aloe gel and I take vitamin d supplements because that's really good for your mind and my gut nutrition uh, supplements as well because I feel like when my tummy's happy I'm happier my favorite I cannot be running I just think get up, go for a run, and my day is the best it's ever going to be after that. So what about, like, are you a TV person or do you read a book? Um, I find that if I watch a lot of TV, like I must admit at the moment, I'm big on Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, yeah. Chicago Med, and I just found, like, the latest series is on um, Now TV, and, like, uh, yeah. I've just, like, but I've just zonked in on the sofa and like that's it I'm watching it all and now I do feel it mentally actually I've had too much screen time oh my gosh yeah definitely I have a wind down routine as well which is from um I think it's 20 to 10 my phone goes off you can set them on the iPhone actually like a sleep routine and it goes off uh, I'm trying really hard to not watch TV just before I go to bed. And then I'll go upstairs and listen to uh, calming music or meditation. There's lovely bedtime meditations that you can look on apps for. Um, but I do find knitting really relaxes me. Now that might sound quite old granny, <laughs> but um, I've taken it up in the past one or two years. And I'm not very good, but it's just that kind of focus and making something, seeing something grow from what you're doing, just really does something to me. And it's so relaxing. Honestly, I can't do too much before bed because it will just literally just send me off to sleep. So in your um, house, you have the longest scarf in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here in here. So, <laughs> so we've talked about screen time and that. So let's get on to your running. So how long have you been running for? About... So I started in 2010. So yeah, just over 10 years now, 11 years. Started when I was at uni, my first uni summer, when I came back 
I'd piled on the pounds at uni. I thought, oh, I need to do something now. Like swimming just wasn't cutting it. My dad had always been like an amazing runner throughout my whole life, but I hadn't had very good experiences. I had um, asthma at secondary school, so I thought it wasn't for me. But I thought, okay, I'll just try a jog. And I managed it. And I thought, okay, let's try 5K. And I managed it. So it kind of just really grew from there. By the time I finished uni, so three years later, I had an aim to do a half marathon. Um, and that was Northampton, actually. Uh, and I did it. So, yeah, that was really good. And my time was actually quicker than I thought it would be. So it just really grew from there. And I think when you're training for, you probably find this, Michelle, when you're training for like a long run or something and having that routine of doing different kind of runs throughout the week and having that goal at the end it just really focused me and it's just highly addictive isn't it <laughs> yes <laughs> you're talking to someone that's done 15 marathons and got four piling up because of covid you know so <laughs> yeah, actually that that is the goal marathon that's amazing <laughs> so you've not done a marathon yourself no no oh. I've done half and we, me and my neighbour the other day, just for fun, <laughs> did a half marathon. We were training up to it. We just did it on our own. So we've signed up for the Naseby half next month. You uh, do know Naseby's hilly. Uh, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. For Don't those of us that, that have done Naseby in Northamptonshire and outside, if you've done Naseby, highly um, recommend... You haven't done Naseby unless you've done the 1645 race. That's all I'm saying. Yes, that's postponed this year, isn't it, I think? But um, yeah, so it's the Naseby half. But uh, that's a good job I've booked him with you on Monday to do hills then. <laughs> yes, yes, you must do hill sessions. That is a must if you're going to do any event at Naseby, for sure. Wow, okay, I'm glad I've put that in. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, you know, you are a runner. You do use social media a lot. And I really wanted to touch on this with you. Obviously, we've all been in, we've all been tech-minded, tech we've all mm -hmm. been using social media. How have you managed mentally with social media? It's a really, really good question. Um, for some reason, I found Instagram easier than Facebook. I don't know why. I don't know if that's just because they're quite different platforms. Facebook's more text-heavy, Instagram's more pictorial, and I don't know, maybe because I'm more visual... As a learner, I preferred that, but I literally had to delete the Facebook app. I was just like, no, it's too much. At first, I was absolutely fine. It's just been since Christmas, really. I think maybe the longer lockdown, just the weather being so bad, I haven't felt very well in myself. So that's hence, again, really trying to focus on this wellness. So I think, yeah, having all the news and negative news just constantly at your beck and call you open your phone and it's there and it feels like there's no escape I thought right enough's enough I'm going to delete the app I can go on there if I need to just on the laptop if I just need to check in with people because I don't want to just cut all my friends out of my life but I just thought there's more doom and gloom news on there than anything that I'm seeing so that's gone I've still got my Instagram but I focus mainly on my uh, wellness page because I have got a personal one as well and I've just been really careful with who I'm following so I'm trying to look at all the mindful uh, Facebook group sorry Instagram accounts rather than anything news related and just try to really focus on positive accounts that are just going to make me feel happy if I open it and like I said to you I've got my wind down routine so I'm not looking at it before I go to bed because 
I think before that was stopping me sleeping as much. Um, and I think probably that's the same with a lot of people I've been speaking to. Yeah. So when, you know, we do go back and I don't want to say normal because for me personally, when the world does open back at the end of June 2021, my normal is completely new. Is that the same for you as well, do you feel? Yeah, yeah, I really do. And I hope it will be different because I feel like I've changed, but for the better, like me and my husband were talking about this. He's like, you are, you do seem really different. He said, I thought you'd be the first to be booking up social occasions for June. And I just can't even think about booking things. I, I used to be really busy every weekend, didn't stop. But then thinking about it and having this time to reflect, I'd be exhausted by Monday morning and then I had to start the new working week. And I feel like I've put so much more energy into my work this year, achieved so much more, both business and my other work. And I think I've really feel like I'm achieving something and to go back to knackering myself out again, being absolutely exhausted. I don't, I can't see that happening. And I think it, it might sound selfish to say you need to focus on you, but if, everyone focuses on themselves and makes themselves a positive happy person and surely that's going to be a much better outcome for everyone um and it's I think before we were a culture that we were really kind of guilted into doing these things think oh I have to see that person I haven't seen them for so long and yeah it is lovely to have these social occasions but what I might try and do is try and do one less a weekend or something just so you're not flying around everywhere because Surely that's just going to make ourselves ill again, especially not after having it for a year. And it, the thought of it is quite overwhelming, to be honest. So I think it will be just a gradual progression into social life again. But I really want to make sure I'm still focusing on work and doing stuff that makes me feel good, because then surely <laughs> the whole life will be good. True, true. So yeah. to round this off, Louise, what top tips would you give that you've learned and valued to our listeners just take time out for yourself even if it's 10 minutes a day I know it can be really busy with busy jobs or families etc but even if it's once everyone's in bed or before everyone's got up in the morning just take 10 minutes for you whether that's exercise or doing a hobby just something that makes you feel happy and then I think your day will just feel much happier and then going forward your days will turn to weeks months years and you'll just have a happier life thank you that's great thanks Louise thank you ever so much Michelle it's lovely to talk to you